Welcome everyone. This is your host, Jolie Simons from Team Panogos Hypnotherapy Podcast. Welcome. Today I'm very excited to be here with you. And you are here and you are going to hear for first time, or maybe, maybe you already know about it, but this is going to help me, help you and many people. I'm excited to tell you about this, but listening this today, you are going to find out and your mind is going to change a belief and an attitude towards antidepressants. Um, so it's, it's very important you know about this. Please stay with me. We are, this is important because you have people that they say they can only, uh, live if they have their antidepressant or only antidepressants can help them. And so let's give them an opportunity and a hope that is not necessarily an antidepressant, antidepressant who is going to fix their lives. But for some knowing the truth after so many years of listening, the same information can be a shock. I know about that. Uh, but remember the truth will set you, will set us free, okay? This is very, very important to understand. I'm going to talk about the no evidence, I repeat, no evidence that chemical imbalance causes depression. Uh, the review was published in the Journal of Molecular Psychiatry, and which explains about it. Uh, it was done in, it was done in the, in England, okay, and the University College London, um, with the um, uh, with the psychiatry psychiatrist jo Johanna, no, I'm sorry, Joanna Moncrief, a professor of psychiatry at the University College London, and a consultant psychiatrist at the Northeast London Foundation Trust. So. She explained in something very important. She said, many people, many people take antidepressants because they have been led to believe that their depression has been a biochemical cause. But this new research suggests this belief is no grounded in evidence. So, wow, it's amazing. It's amazing, um, this news because a lot of people you know, maybe, I mean, there's more articles. There is another article in 2000 by, 2005 by Lacaze and Leo. Um, there's another scientist and they said, they published an article where they said there exists no rigorous corroboration of the serotonin theory and a significant body of contradictory evidence. There is a significant body of contradictory evidence and that doubts about the serotonin hypothesis as well acknowledged by many researchers. This article in this year, 2005, um, cast to the, to the establishment media a shock. They, you know, they were in shock about this. Um, so, they really didn't show much to the public. There was just a few articles hiding in there, seems to me. And um, there was no really coverage about this, right? To the contrary, 
1990 to 2010, that was an incredible, um, you know, information about how antidepressants were helping people. But um, this is um, this information there. Now, antidepressants are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Okay, and we're talking about the serotonin, the serotonin study, and the journal, the molecular psychiatry, look at the studies examining serotonin and depression involving tens of thousands of people. One of the findings was that research comparing levels of serotonin and its breakdown products in the blood or brain fluids did not discover any difference between people diagnosed with depression and healthy people. The author also looked at the studies where serotonin levels were artificially lower in hundreds of people and concluded that lowering serotonin in this way did not produce depression in hundreds of healthy volunteers. So how people became depressed, right? Other studies look at the effects of stressful life events and found that the more stressful life events a person had experienced, the more likely they were to be depressed, showing the importance of external events. So anyway, this is very, very interesting. Um, this doctor explains it is always difficult, you know, um, to pretty much explain people about this and they can remove their old beliefs. But um, she said thousands of people suffer from side effects of antidepressants, including the severe withdrawal effects that can occur when people try to stop them. The, yet the prescription rates continue to rise. We believe this situation has been driven partly by the false belief that depression is due to a chemical imbalance. It is high time to inform to the public that this belief is no grounded in science. A lot of people talk about science, science. Well, this is science, okay? And um, now by, I need to say this, this is very important. I'm not giving you this information today or talking about this because I want to people to stop taking their antidepressant. This is just information I given in this uh, episode today. Uh, it's based on this review and all this information. But uh, if you want to do something with your antidepressants, you need to consult your doctor. Okay, this is just information I given, and I'm excited about about all this incredible, incredible amazing information because to me um, then antidepressants is no you know it's no our salvation there is another things plus um, there is another study that antidepressants can lower the the production of your natural body production of serotonin you know so what happens is by taking this antidepressants you just lowering your your normal production of serotonin okay so um this is incredible now let's review a little bit what is uh, what is uh, serotonin but before let me let me hear there is another more information over here that well 
that would be at the end. But please, they said, this doctor continued, do not routinely offer antidepressant medication. Repeat again. She said, do not routinely offer antidepressant medication as first-line treatment for less severe depression unless this is a person's preference. In other words, some people said if they want their antidepressants, give it to them. Wow, this is not very responsible, but this is another group of people of a psychiatrist who's saying, su suggesting, you know, if they want their antidepressants, give it to them. But this is, I think this is very dangerous. You know, the science said that is not the right thing to do. Okay. Well, anyway, let's, um, let's talk about what is uh, serotonin, right? And like I say, some of you already know what is serotonin, but let's explain a little bit. Okay, the, today we've been talking about that depression is likely no caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain, right? We check it out that, but, and we talk about the serotonin all the time. Let's talk what is serotonin. And wow, serotonin is a neurotransmitter, okay? Meaning that the brain and nervous system cells use it to communicate one with another. That's it. It's a communication, one cell to another. It's also it's a hormone that maintains our mood in general and general our well-being, um, while also regulates our several brain functions, our appetite, our learning, our sleep, our memory, our cognition. Um, so if our serotonin levels are low, what's going to happen? We are going to be more susceptible to not to, you know, not to be there, not to be happy. So serotonin boosts our mood and increase. And of course, we're looking for increasing our serotonin. Now, I've been talking in, in, in this episode about that our, the, the serotonin, you know, is not caused by a chemical imbalance. Okay, it's not caused by a chemical imbalance, period. Okay, that, um, so... And we, I'm also just a few seconds ago, minutes ago, I said that the, the researches and the studies with thousands of people prove that that is the events, exterior events that can cause also lower our serotonin, right? Now, but think about it. Just regulating our, our mood, our memory, whatever. I mean, it's just... It's what makes us human, you know? And even, I've been teaching for many years um, people with special needs, especially aut autism, people with autism. And I tell you, um, they suppose also other people, because some of them, they have very low serotonin, but did you just give them hugs, you know, send them to get more light, eating the right uh, diet and, you know, tickling, tickling them, <laughs> you know, make them laugh even with they, some of them that they have some clues, social clues, still, they still increase the serotonin. So, so serotonin is 
like uh, just said, this uh, is a hormone that maintains our mood in general, right? And um, regulate our appetite, our learning, our sleep, our memory. Every time somebody hugs you, you know, it produces um, it produces serotonin. Amazing, huh? Every time you boost your mood in some way, it just increases the serotonin. And many times we thinking that, you know, antidepressant was the, we thought, I mean, we thought the, serot- the serotonin was only regulate if we have a low levels, well, let's go for anti antidepressants. No. So anyway, this is very important for all of us to understand this. In the following episode, we are going to talk how, what is another way to improve our serotonin levels? If it's not caused by chemical imbalance, then how we can help? How we can help? And I just give a few clues over here and you can, you know, you can keep searching yourself. What is serotonin? It's a neurotransmitter, right? And it's a, it communicates with one cell to another. And it's very important that we take care of us, improve our serotonin levels. Life is better when we are happy, when, you know, life no always is going to be always everything perfect. Life has uh, its imperfections. Some days are incredible. Business sometimes go up and sometimes go business go down. Sometimes our kids you know, makes us happy or other times they're learning, they're in the process of learning. So we we understand that we need to learn ourselves. We have the power in ourselves to control our mood, to increase our serotonin levels naturally, right? And please follow uh, or listen my next uh, episode because I'm going to concentrate on this, how to increase our serotonin levels. But in the meanwhile, take this with you. Well, I'll see you. I'll see you in the next one. Remember, be happy and smile more.